I don't know. This is a little Sodom for me. <laughs> Not sure we should do this. The bop, the hard bop, yeah. the bebop. I'm going to shake it until I'm sore tomorrow. You're going to want to wear closed-toed shoes. Sushi Jackknife. 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 Sushi Nathan, 150 episodes. Is that what we're at? This is 150. I thought maybe we'd do something special, but we're, we're not. Well, I mean, we're not. there's still time. Well, Do but, something special! Go! I didn't care for that. <laughs> See? I, I didn't care for I didn't that think you would. But at 200. 200, we're going to do something special. At 200, sure. what we're going to do mm. is we're going to go downtown. We're going to rent our own party bus. What? Like a bachelorette You're party. You're kidding. And we're going to drive around the city of Nashville in a circle, <laughs> recording, and every time someone waves at us, going, Woo! Okay. Woo! I like it. That's what you do. Have you heard of the, uh, there seems to be a new trend here in town. We're not, I mean, we're, we're quickly turning into the most debaucherous city in the South. Oh, I hope so. Uh, I know. We just... uh, we're, I mean, right now, <laughs> here's the thing. Right now, Nashville is like baby debauchery. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to drink on the street. Okay. I might fall asleep on a parking block. No. I want, I want full-on Southern debauchery. Oh, yes. I want okay. like... You know, Lynchings. on Broadway, there's just, just terrible. Like, Why did I say that? <laughs> there's just like a BDSM dungeon yeah. on Broadway. I like that. Idea. That's what I want. I want it. I want weird. I want people yeah. to be uncomfortable when they come here about how weird it is. Right. Well, because that's the, that. Okay. Well, let me describe this trend, and then let's go back to that topic, because I agree with you. Um, the trend is this. So we have all these party buses, barges. <laughs> Uh, there is a hot tub you can ride around in the back of a trailer. Oh, Nathan's lighting a candle. Um, all of these things, right? And they cruise through downtown Nashville. If you've never been here, Broadway is the main the main drag. Yeah. And uh, it's really just that one street. When you think of Nashville, you're really just thinking of one street. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and some one. little... Terrible street, <laughs> really awful street, and so people are now, you know, you're getting drunk. You're probably, I don't know, how tall are those things? Twenty feet in the air yeah. on those barges. People are now bringing funnels with tubes on them so that people on the ground can walk alongside. Yeah, the person in the party bus pours a beer or a white claw. Yeah, as the case may be, claw. down the tube. <laughs> You've seen the clientele that's on there. <laughs> to the, and it's not just women, by the way. I don't want to be. I don't want to be shitty to women. Um, a lot of people are drinking white claw. Not that's it's, true. It's pretty pretty However, much cross gender here. Yeah, it is cross gender. However, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that what we've learned this last summer, the hot girl summer, if you will. No, that's mm -hmm. what this. That's what the summer of 2019 is known as. Oh, really? It is Hot Girl Summer. I wasn't aware of that. Thank you, Megan the Stallion. Oh, for that. Wait, who? Huh? Megan the. St uh, come on. Too much to go. Be into. older, Justin. I'm not older. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Megan the Stallion okay. is a hip hop artist from the city of Houston. Uh, oh. Who has uh, coined the term 
Hot Girl Summer, okay. which is what this last summer was. Oh, got it. The official drink of the Hot Girl Summer, based on every Instagram post or Twitter post or anything <laughs> I saw talking about Hot Girl Summer, was White Claw. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I feel like I get to give that to the fairer sex. Yeah. Because, as their summer... And as the official drink of the summer, they get everything they want. That, 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 That's theirs. That beverage came out of nowhere. It really did. I and mean, there's a few other. Truly is the other. No one wants Truly. It's a <laughs> It's a seltzer with booze in it, right? Like that. We all love seltzer. Who doesn't yeah. love seltzer? I love seltzer. There are people who hate seltzer. Yeah, but you're not one. I'm no, not I'm, one. I'm fine with it. I think all the white people... In our millennial, millennial whites. I think it's mostly millennials in general. Millennials in general. I'm going to go millennial age, although my parents... Like seltzers? Well, my parents were big into the diet the diet colas in the world. Sure. And then they went, we don't really want cancer. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. And so they moved into weird seltzers that you didn't know existed mm. like I'll go over there and my mom will have a 12 pack of root beer flavored seltzer mm. oh I've seen those why is that a thing yeah, who asked for that no you just want fruit some I want, sort of fruit situation I want root beer but I want it worse <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> I don't want to enjoy it no I mean there does seem to be a sugar gap you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, there's a generational sugar gap between... I mean, our parents are... I guess technically my parents are Gen Xers, actually. Are your parents um, technically boomers or Gen my Xers? My dad just fall. I think he's like a year into the boomers. Okay. Like, right there. Okay. My my mom, I think, somehow falls in between things. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. in that weird gray area right. that and people my, end up in. My parents are definitely on the older end of, of Gen Xers. You know, they were born right. in the 60s, right? Right. Um, but they they love, they love soda. Oh, yeah. They love soda. And I'm not saying this is all people, but they're seeing... And I love soda, too. Fuck, who doesn't love soda? It's, it's great. Delicious. It's great. But you realize... Maybe I want to save those calories for something else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I The people who don't love soda, what's really happening is they've just told themselves, I shouldn't have that, and now they say they don't love it. Yeah. It's what, like the people in the world who are like, I don't really like cake. Like, like yeah, you do. Fuck you. Everyone, Everyone likes, likes cake. cake. Shut up. Shut up. You're not fooling anyone. You just don't want to eat cake, which is fine. Don't eat the cake. God damn you, Todd. <laughs> Todd is such You're a such cake a piece bitch. of shit. Cake, you call a cake bitch. <laughs> Todd, it's it's the worst thing that Todd is. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, so now I mean I I I, I love a Coca Cola. I love a root beer. I love a Dr Pepper. Yeah. But I don't drink it all the time. It's a. It's You're more not a, supposed to do that. It's a sometimes thing. Right, sometimes food. And you know what? It's better if you can get it at a restaurant because then it comes out of the thing. Oh, you're a soda fountain person. I like soda fountain. You, you yeah. want the? I would prefer fountain. I prefer it. Yeah, I definitely prefer. Everyone it. has their weird. Yeah. Weird thing. Does anyone really like it in the can though? Is that their preferred? Uh, no. Yeah. There, there are, are people, people. There are people who prefer mm. it in the can. 
over everything else. That's and the weird. people who prefer it in the plastic bottle over the can or the fountain. Or the glass bottle. Yeah. But see, I would go fountain, glass bottle, can, plastic bottle. I don't know what it is about the plastic bottle. It just doesn't do it for me. I just don't care. Yeah. It all tastes the same. Thing. In a can, the reason I, I pour it in a can, I'll pour it in a glass. You know what I mean? I'll get okay. ice, I'll pour it in a glass. I never do that. You never do that? No, okay. I never do that. All right. I feel like the can is a ready-made vessel. It's true. For whatever I'm drinking. This, I mean, this is anything in a can. Yeah. Be it a soda, be it a seltzer, be it a beer. Yeah. It's in a can. I don't need to take it out of the can. I'm like, yeah. You gave me something to drink this out of. <laughs> Let me allow this can to serve its purpose. <laughs> There's a great video on YouTube. This guy, I think he's called the Engineer Guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks like, uh, you know, like Mr. Wizard's son or something. You know what I mean? Who just loved right. his dad, loved right. his dad. Um, but he has this brilliant uh, video about the, like, how amazing the design of the aluminum can is. And he has, like, a, a, a square aluminum can. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, this, is, this sucks because it uses way too much aluminum. Right. And then he's got a round one. He's like, well, this sucks because it rolls. It rolls over all the time. This design, this cylinder, this marriage of square and round... Boy. Is perfection. So. Oh boy! Yeah, I know. This guy sounds like a real hood at parties. He's into it. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's he can literally look at anything in your house, yeah. and be like, "I know how that works." And do you, you want to hear a twenty minute conversation? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I hear someone calling me. I need to go over there. Do you remember when we were young? Mm, uh, I mean, this was probably in elementary school when we were young. When yeah. the I, I think it was Coors. Coors? Came up with the wide mouth can opening. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And now it's just like the standard can opening That's for every true. beverage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it used to be, for for the children listening here. All the children. Yeah. I mean, the show's really, we're like the Wu-Tang podcast. We're for the children. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is geared toward children. <laughs> P.S. The fact that there's going to be a Wu-Tang television show... Oh, it's on. Well, okay, so there is one. Yeah. It's exciting, but at the same time, I just feel like... I don't know. I feel like it devalues the... It's good. The Wu-Tang. Look. It's good. It's a good show? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm six episodes in. It's good. Sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. You love... You love rap music. I, I don't know that. I, I love the backstory... Okay. ...to most of the iconic... Yeah. I mean, basically anything after 2005, the backstory's not interesting anymore. Right. Because at that point, it was a commercially viable music. Art form. Yeah. Yeah. And so then it's just not interesting. Although, the Takashi 6ix9ine thing, Mm. I don't know if you followed any of this. Mm. Uh, First off, don't look up his music. It's straight up garbage. Okay. Terrible. I don't even know. So this guy's a... I'm getting there, Justin. Oh, okay. If you can just hold your horses for a minute. Um, um, they're strong. So, he's a rapper that seemingly just came out of nowhere. Okay. And was all of a sudden a giant thing, even though, again, his music, terrible. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um... 
So he was like all of a sudden on songs with like Kanye Whoa. and Nicki Minaj Whoa. and 50 Cent and all this. Well, big stuff. He also made most of his fame by being a troll online and uh, attacking people. Well, turns out he also was a gang member. <gasps> so he got arrested last year on a RICO case. <laughs> what? Um, and has been going on trial. Uh, again, the story about him, so much more interesting than this music. And it's more interesting than I'm giving it credit for. Okay. There's a Rolling Stone article. You should go look it up. Okay. But he... Um, <laughs> he was facing 59 years in prison. Whoa. Something like that in prison. Whoa. And he... Turn state's witness. No way. So he has ratted on every member of his gang. Oh my god. Um, and you need to fully see the guy to appreciate this. He was at one point up for witness protection, and he's declined. Oh. <laughs> they were going to try to protect. <laughs> he he's rainbow hair. A giant 6'9 tattoo above On his face. Yeah. He's got multiple face multiple tattoos. Multiple face tattoos. Very noticeable face oh, tattoos. Oh, there's no way you could hide this guy. No. Yeah. Um, so he declined. Okay. <laughs> um, <He's> l- <laughs> because it, he wants to be a famous rapper again. Sure. So he's going to get shot at some point. It's like, going to happen. Yeah. But, like, he put out a hit on a rival rapper. Whoa. Like, like a, a murder this guy. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, tried to have them killed in front of the Barclays Center in New York. What? Yeah, like, it, it's crazy stuff. This dude is rough. Yeah. Anyway, they're making a docuseries out of that. Okay. Definitely go on okay. that. <laughs> Even though his music <laughs> is just so bad. I'm trying to pull this up here for you so yeah. you can fully appreciate how bad this is. Um, Takashi 6-9. So that's like the whole thing. So he's just yelling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, it's very unpleasant. Wow. Um, very, but the story, and I... I Again, urge you to read the Rolling Stone. Okay. Because it goes into his background, too. Pre-gang. He joined the gang after having his initial success rapping. What? He wasn't in the gang before. That's backwards. Yeah. 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 He worked in a deli, then was a rapper. What? Then joined a gang. <laughs> I'm picturing a song where he's yelling like that, but it's about salami. Mm-hmm. You know? Like that. Imagine... Him asking you for your order at the deli. (laughs) (laughs) What can I get you for? And his record label is some weird Middle Eastern record label. Mm. Like it, 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 it's based in some kind of Abu Dhabi dark money. UAE. Yeah, I think that's that's where Dubai is, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, And apparently, the guy who runs the record label super into weird underground New York rap. 
Okay. And so just started signing these New York rap artists that no one had ever heard of. Very interesting. And ended up with the rainbow-haired snitch. <laughs> <laughs> with a bunch of face tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> so weird it's wow. all so weird yeah that's a that's a you know back when garfield was you know shipping normal to abu dhabi yeah all the time who knew yeah who knew that part of the world was gonna be loaded with money and supporting yeah he was actually doing normal favor yeah i know like normal's rap career got <laughs> a lot better <laughs> like if normal had ever made it to abu dhabi yeah completely taken care of now garfield's stuck here with orange hitler trying to destroy <laughs> and he's like wait a minute i was orange first yeah yeah and he, he's jealous of the specific hue <laughs> like he never can achieve that orange we were gonna circle back though yeah to uh just like hopefully nashville becoming oh yeah even worse than it is oh, currently yeah. you know what i mean like like let's I want it weird. Yeah, like seventies uh, Times Square. I yes. understand. I want I want a peep show. Yeah. I I want you to be able to walk down one of the side streets <laughs> yeah. in Nashville and just drop a quarter into a machine for a peep show. I like that idea. It's it I just want it to be uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> I understand. I mean, I I understand there was a time where like downtown was pretty rough here. Actually, I want it to be. I don't it. want it to be rough like someone is going to get shot Murdered. by Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> but but I want it to be rough like the people. Like I was okay. So I was downtown today. Okay. Uh, and we were we were wandering around downtown, and there were people out doing their preaching. Right. I don't want those people to be comfortable. Right. I want them to go downtown and go, I don't know, this is a little Sodom for me. <laughs> Not sure we should do this. It's, uh, I'm uncomfortable with all of this. I want, I want downtown to be to the point that the people who put uh, New Orleans up on a weird... Uh, debauchery yeah. pedestal right. are like, I mean, New Orleans could learn something from Nashville. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. I think what I was going to say is that, you know, it's it's the, the the debauchery that happens now is still within comfortable confines. No good for. What? Oh, yeah. You, you're yeah, I want, com- I want no, everyone no, uncomfortable. No, it's uh, within comfortable confines, I think, for the people that come here. Yeah. And a lot of people that come here are actually pretty conservative, yeah. like Midwestern mm-hmm. type folks. And um, they not only would be uncomfortable with all the crying happening upstairs right now, but um, <laughs> they, they don't show emotion. Um but yeah, just stuff that would put them off, you know what I mean? Because like getting wasted to country music, I think you can still go back to your tiny town in Illinois mm-hmm. and hold your head up high. You yeah, know? like no one's gonna really. I want, I want this town to be if if we're gonna keep going in this direction. Yeah, to the point 
that people have to delete photos mm -hmm. on their Instagram. That's account. what we need. I want us to be an Instagram deleting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen Broadway Uncensored on Instagram? Uh, no, I've heard. Oh my I've heard friend! Legend of this. What a national treasure. Um. And you are gonna. F oh. It's just. It's so weird for the people who haven't been here, or don't live here. Yeah. Because Broadway is such a weird, isolated area. Yes. Compared to the rest of the state. Nothing it's else true. is like Broadway. No, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, but the stuff the stuff that happens on Broadway is just... It's, it's supposed to be like the big party scene. Right. Um, and this is a side note, by the way. But for my goal to happen of this being the biggest most debaucherous place in the South. Right. They're going to have to stop giving bars to country artists. They are. You can't... Every bar now down there is named after some... somebody, Jason Aldean. Uh, Brad Paisley has something down there, right? Um, yeah, and the, the other guy. <laughs> there's yeah. a, there's a lot of people. They're all the same people to me. <laughs> I, know. I, don't. I know. You know, if you can name one generic white country star mm -hmm. what the, why doesn't Darius Rucker have one down there that's a very good point racist very racist he does I think he has a um, he has an alcohol though he has a rum or a vodka or something oh they wouldn't let him have whiskey I think I, maybe not racist yeah <laughs> keep it going buddy keep it going <laughs> I'm calling out everyone who <laughs> Darius Rucker everything. His due. I think Hootie are back together, so... You know why he had to go back to Hootie? They wouldn't give him a bar downtown? Racist. <laughs> it's actually kind of true, man. Oh, yeah. true, yeah. Um, I, I do... I have always wondered if, if Darius Rucker had not been Hootie mm -hmm. in country music, would people have accepted him? Well, we have Charlie Pride. I know. Who's the You're one. naming two now. <laughs> I know. I know. That's right. That's two. That's two. Two that are not remotely threatening people. <laughs> right. And before that, back in the history of the Opry, there's this guy, DeFord Bailey, who played harmonica on the Opry for years and years. They only don't play harmonica? Racist. Good point. There you go. See? See? <laughs> Listen to you. I'm just, I'm just saying that... There, I mean, Darius Rucker was fine, but Lil Nas X mm -hmm. bent them all out of shape oh, so much. That's true. I they it was like they hated everything about him, <laughs> even though by all accounts he's like a very nice nineteen-year-old child. I'm sure. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> We're talking Old Town Road now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because you know he wasn't sticking to the country standards. No, they didn't like it. I, there were people who were very annoyed by the fact that he played at CMA Fest. Really? Yeah. That's ridiculous. It was like the biggest song of the year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, well, he, I mean, they kicked <clears throat> it off the country charts. That's right. Because they said it wasn't country enough. Ugh. That's some, you know what that is right there? That's some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that is some bullshit. If you get played on a country radio station. Correct. You get put on the country charts. Are the story. Kicking, if we're kicking things off of the country charts that aren't country music, can we build a time machine and go back to Red Era Taylor this is going. Swift I know where this and is going. just boot all those off? 
because that's pop music. Oh yeah, that's just straight pop. It's music. straight pop music for sure. Um, that makes me think. I mean, Elvis, Elvis guy. People were upset when yeah. he went on the Opry way back when mm-hmm. because he did a version of uh, it was a Blue Moon of Kentucky, I think. And it was Elvis style, you know. It was this kind Scandalous. of yeah. And they never had him back, never, never. Do they still promote him? I don't think they do. I mean, I think they tell that story. They have to tell it. Because, but uh, so I, a while back, I don't know. I don't know if we've talked about this on here or not. Hmm. Hank Williams with the Opry. Oh, I don't know if we have either yet. Well, so, the Ken Burns country music documentary is out now. Yeah, so that's very I saw watched it. Oh, it's really good. That's for everybody. Ken Burns is a very. This is very off topic here, mm. but Ken Burns, like we ever stay on topic, right? <laughs> it's, it's a daunting task that I, I'm just not. I it's hard to. Get it's a started. lot of hours. Yeah. You're like, if I start, I'm gonna want to watch the whole thing. Oh sure, but each episode's two hours. I don't and think each, I don't think each episode's two hours. Are there only is it only an hour on this one? I think so. I think they're an hour. Yeah. Okay, and there are four hundred billion episodes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, now now in town, people are talking about the Ken Burns effect, which is like, I guess when he did the national parks one, mm-hmm. the na- like it turned around the national like people were visiting it, in much bigger numbers. This is a very true thing. So yeah. he did. Very famously, a baseball documentary. Right. If you haven't seen that, it's very good. There are 12 of them. Okay. <laughs> 12 episodes of that. Um, so, get started. But, in there, he interviewed um, Buck O'Neill. Mm. So, Buck O'Neill was a third baseman, I believe, for the Kansas City Monarchs. Okay. In the Negro Leagues. Okay. The, the Negro Baseball Leagues. That's what they called them. Yeah. yeah. When this was... During segregation, right, the the black players were not allowed. They started their own league, right. And it's it, up until then, it was like a forgotten thing in baseball. Oh, like people there. There was a Negro League museum in Kansas City because that's where the headquarters was at, right. But outside of Kansas City, it was just kind of like a. Uh, no one really talked about it. Yeah, uh, Satchel Paige played in a league before he played in the major leagues. So that's what we know about that. When, when in reality, like you start looking at the history, ignoring decades before segregation, right? The players that came in and became superstars all were pulled from the Negro leagues. Oh, so Jackie Robinson played for the Monarchs. Willie, okay, Willie Mays was in the Negro leagues. Wow, Satchel Paige, like. There's a whole list of like players. The, all the famous baseball players. From besides, if you find any African American baseball player from that era, yeah, there's a chance they played a year or two in the Negro leagues wow. before an owner worked up the nerve to sign a human being, <laughs> <laughs> right, to their team, right, yeah, a human being. By the way, that would help you win, yeah. <laughs> There's no reason to have to work up nerve there. It's uh, a win-win situation for everyone. A talented, yeah. you know, key player type. Um, yeah. But Ken Burns interviewed Buck O'Neill about this. Okay. And all of a sudden, it became like a thing where people know about it. Buck O'Neill became a celebrity. Wow. And was actually on like a short list to be in the Hall of Fame. Wow. For a baseball ambassador and stuff. It... 
it's a very real effect. That's incredible. Yeah, it's if you ever if you ever need some sports stuff to look up, go and go read about the Negro Leagues. And if you're ever in Kansas City, visit the museum. It's a fantastic museum. Hmm. Good Hall of Fame. A lot of civil rights information in there that sure. you don't know about. Um, Nathan. That's very good. I, I love your... And it's attached to the Jazz Museum, too. Oh, see that? 18th and Vine. That's a double whammy. Gray area. Right there. 18th and Vine, we're just going through all of the Kansas City Kansas City stuff. Before we jump back to... Okay, whatever we're talking about. about. Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 18th and Vine was the area where it was all the big jazz clubs in, like, the 20s and 30s. Okay. And so, for years, it was really run down until they put in the Negro League Museum and then the Jazz Hall of Fame there. Gotcha. Um, jazz, I don't know if it's a Hall of Fame or if it's just, just a museum. Kansas City Jazz Museum. Yeah. Very interactive, if you have children. Mm. Um, and so now it's kind of an, a, a nicer area, kind of renovated a, a little bit. There's some historic theaters and stuff. Anyway. Wow, it sounds great. Uh, there's also a Ken Burns jazz documentary. Yes. So go watch that. I, yeah, that go, was, okay. Yeah, just go watch all the Ken Burns. So you got 12 episodes of baseball. Yeah, eight of country. Eight eight of country. Yeah. Jazz. I think it's 12 of jazz. Is it 12 of jazz? I think okay. so. so. Maybe you more. you have minimum of 32 hours of Ken Burns. <laughs> correct. That I am assigning all, all listeners to go watch. Yes. Then go to Kansas City and visit that. <laughs> then come to Nashville. Yeah, the jazz one is incredible. I mean... It's very thorough. Well, it is very <laughs> thorough, yeah. I um, I have, I was just getting into jazz, mm-hmm. and it definitely helped get me in deeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're into it, it's very interesting. If you're not really into it, yeah. I can imagine you would watch it going, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I, I mean, there would be some episodes you'd be probably more interested than others. There, you know, there were. I will say, when I watched, there were times I was zoned out. Mm-hmm. When we, uh, I mean, I have my specific areas of jazz. Sure, sure. I'm going to watch the later episodes of that documentary a lot more thoroughly yeah. than the early episodes. Yeah. Well, you do get you do get your Louis Armstrong and all yeah. that in there, um, which some people would be into. I I like Louis Armstrong. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you you know my preferences. Yeah. If yeah. if there's going to be a segment on Benny Goodman, you're cut I'm, out. I'm out immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I don't. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the big band era is interesting for sure. I mean, I I think you and I have the same kind of taste when it comes to jazz. Yeah. Like I like. 50s, 60s, yes. the best. Uh, the Miles Davis, Thelonious Monk, Miles Davis, Coltrane. Monk. Yeah, even the cool jazz stuff, the uh, the Brubeck and all that yeah. as well, on the other coast. Yeah. The, um, uh, what's his name? My Funny Valentine. Ow. Chet Baker. Yes. Um, but yeah, the, the combos, the bop, the hard bop, yeah. the bebop, that's my favorite jazz. I, I, want, I want to know... That my jazz artist was on some sort heroin. of drug. Yeah, <laughs> be be it heroin, be it something else. They were all mostly on heroin. mostly heroin. <laughs> yeah. be it heroin, be it a combination of heroin and, and alcohol. Else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's what I want. Yeah, 
That's right. Yeah. No, no, yeah, it's true. Um, and I'm not into that the, the fusion all that much, to be honest. And that surprises me. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That surprises me. I, it. I don't like... I'll be, this is, okay, controversial opinion here. I don't really like electric instruments in jazz. At all? At all. I mean, electric guitar, like West I Montgomery... Mean, sure. I'm not going to argue with you because yeah. I don't... It's not my favorite. Yeah. I mean, I'm a guitar player, but I prefer piano over guitar in yeah. jazz. You know? I do, I do prefer the brass and mm-hmm. the, the piano. Yep. Yeah. I'm trumpet, saxophone, stand-up bass. Oh, stand-up bass. Stand-up bass. Drums. Stand-up bass is a must. Piano. That's me. There's nothing better I know. to listen to than a stand-up bass. I agree with you. Anyway, so Nashville yeah. debauchery. Nashville debauchery. <laughs> we wanted to get... Basically, we wanted to get edgier. We oh. wanted to get a little... We want to make those comfortable, devout, um, hard-working... Yeah. Um, Midwestern folks uncomfortable. I want here's, here's what I, want. I want the people who stay at the Opry Hotel yeah. to talk about going downtown and their concierge to say I mean, I probably wouldn't go at this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. Right. <laughs> I would you know it's Friday night. Yeah. Um, what? How old are your kids? Ten and eight? No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, also, probably not tomorrow morning until they all clear out. And 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 you're gonna want to wear closed-toed shoes. You have a so the best window, in my opinion, would be two to four tomorrow afternoon. Right. Exactly. Um, Sunday's gonna be even better. Strictly at four. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Leave downtown. The motorcycle gangs are coming in. <laughs> There's people fucking robots. If you're there at 403, you just start <laughs> it's, hearing. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, over. it's complete lawlessness down there. It's a Mad Max type <laughs> scenario. <laughs> oh, that would be. How, how has someone not, not come up with mm. one of the open roofed party buses mm. that's Mad Max themed? I think we just had an amazing idea. Oh, man. I think we just... Trademark Sushi Jackknife 150. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I told you I was downtown. Yeah. Uh, we... This was at like one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. And there were already the bachelorette parties on their buses. Good boy. Um, all bachelorette parties. I, I, for some reason, no one takes a bus around Broadway except bachelorette parties and I don't understand it that's true but there was one of them a group of probably 20 women all in their matching Mm -hmm. (laughs) salmon colored t-shirts for some reason right (laughs) and now that it's getting a little cooler I'm Mm -hmm. seeing some matching flannel Oh, that... Which I'm into. That's a good plan. I'm into. They were not there. They had... They were t-shirts. And it was so 20 people 10 of them are sitting yeah because it's one thirty. Who who's drunk already? Who's partying at one thirty in the afternoon? Right. <laughs> so ten are sitting, and there's nine of the other ten. Yeah. Who are kind of you know dancing like grooving. There's a little swaying happening. Sure, they're starting to get there. Starting uh, to get it. They've had their white claw. You know, <laughs> they know what's going on. But then there was one. 
Okay. One girl on this bus. And it... Because they just circle downtown. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. I saw it like four times. It's like cruising, but you're paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it four times. This girl... I can't even demonstrate because I don't move that way. <laughs> was like full on twerking against a pole. Whoa. Like they have the, it's the roof of yeah. the bus. Yeah. So there's the pole to make sure, you know, you don't fall out and die. Correct. That pole was getting a full dance. <laughs> Best day of the pole's like, life. <laughs> like she, she was shaking it all up against the pole. Wow. Well, the other nine are just, you know, quietly dancing to whatever the garbage music was. <laughs> And ten of them are sitting down going, this is terrible. Why are we here? Just going for it. Look look at Becky back there. <laughs> Her name's not Becky. Yeah. Her name's like... Um, she's got a weird name. That's all I know. It, it probably... Maybe Becky with an I. There you go. If she's a Becky, yeah. it's with mm-hmm. an I. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it like she was... And at first, I will admit, I judged her a little bit. Sure. Because I'm like, you're dancing... No one else is dancing. Right. You look ridiculous. But then the second go around, I'm kind of like, you know, what? she's just doing her thing. Good for Becky with an eye. I like that. Actually, no, I, you know what? I do too. The I other too. 19 people are there. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Which happens to be boring. Right. And you're like, I'm here to have fun. I'm gonna shake it until I'm sore tomorrow. <laughs> because I'm basically doing. Just thousands of mini, mini squats while I'm up. Oh, those yeah, bars. right. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. <coughs> it's such an interesting dance. And, I, and I'm with you, P.S. I'm with you, by the way. Like, I, it's annoying in traffic. Yeah. Sure. But other than that, I'm glad these people are coming here and having a good time. Well, and I mean, for you know? her especially. Yeah. Like, she didn't care. She's in, she's in the moment. I, so, first time judge. Second time, just full admiration. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then every time she, they went by again, yeah. I'm like, yeah, she's still going. Exactly. And then the fourth time they went by, she was a little bit tired. Yeah, it looked I'm sure like, she was. Because, sure. I mean, at that point, it's been 45 minutes of nonstop, like, yeah! <laughs> now it's like, time for Jenny to come in and take over. Right. Like, <laughs> Jenny they're, they're on They're shift. just switching, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dance that, um, I don't mean to be stereotypical here, but the, the dance that young women tend to do like that the twerky yeah butt shaky thing yeah it just reminds me of like something deep in human past like we used to have a ritual before there were ever 808s before there were ever trapped are you saying that what she was doing was a mating dance (laughs) kind of yeah kind of like there we used to get around fires with drums And, I mean, maybe this is still a thing in some parts of the world. Um, We've long since forgotten about it in the Western Hemisphere. Um, But, yeah, like, people would just gather and shake their moneymakers, you know? And I support it. I support it, too. And not in a gross way. No. If you want to do it, do it. I personally do not. Right. Because it would not end well for me. Right. Have you seen the guy that's going around downtown now? He's got, like, a... He kind of looks like a construction worker, but he's got like a bikini bottom on, and uh, he owns it. He owns it. Good he get, for him. He gets down. You know what? I I, <laughs> I mentioned this uh, while I was downtown today. I want to one day 
just like get myself invited onto a bachelorette party bus. Just on the bus. I don't want to do the rest of the stuff. Sure. No, no, no. But I want to understand the bus life. (laughs) The bus life. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag bus life. Bus life. (laughs) Duck lips. Um, I I want to get it. I... You want to understand? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I if you know, there seems to be something about it. No, yeah. People, to me, it doesn't make any sense. I don't get it either. People do seem to really go for it, yeah. though. They have a great time. If you are listening and you're a female, <laughs> yeah, who is having a bachelorette party? I don't want to do a bachelor party. I need to start no, it right there. Right. Bachelor parties are going to turn into gross dude time. Totally. And quite frankly, I'm just not interested in I'm gross not, dude time. I'm not either. No. I, I, uh, I don't need to um, enact. Well, okay. Let me let me explain it like this. Yeah. I ended up yesterday at dinner with my family uh, next to a table at Athens, a local. Oh yeah. Greek diner. Greek diner. Yeah. Um, great, great place. Next to a a gross dude. Who was talking about all the places he wanted to travel in the world? Okay, but all of the reasons ended up being no. Like the girls there are just so hot. Oh my god! Like I can't do. I can't listen to this conversation. I, I don't want to put up with this conversation. I know. For, I know. Like I don't want to have to engage in yeah. that conversation. Yeah, and it was forty-five minutes of that. Also, he pulled, and this is not related to what we're talking, but it's just funny to me. Yeah. When people pull the, you know, I wouldn't say I'm racist, but whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like if you if you ever <laughs> at any point in time say I wouldn't say I'm racist, but but like you can say I wouldn't say I'm racist. Period. End of sentence. Done talking about. Yeah, it. <laughs> I wouldn't say I am. I'm not. I'm not because I'm not. But when right. you say but when you say but you're about to say. The most racist thing you can think of. And I didn't hear the rest of it. Because then he got real quiet. I wouldn't say I'm racist, but, you know, fuck Filipinos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it is. It's always something along the it lines is. of, I wouldn't say I'm racist, but Puerto Rico maybe had it coming. Like, it's, it's right. always something that is the worst, most heinous thing you can say. God hates brown people. <laughs> what? Yeah. Don't do that. No. Don't be that Not person. A, don't say ever. any of these things. These are all terrible, and, and we're saying it mildly. Yeah. 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 Oh, these are very innocent <laughs> things compared to what they usually say after the butt. Exactly. Anyway, mm. a bachelor party bus would be those people. Yeah, it's true. If, you, if you're if you in a bachelor party and you're interested in doing things, yeah. based on my experiences, it's just a bunch of bros. <laughs> I've never been to one, honestly. Like, I've, I've been a best man before. But I've never been to a, a bachelor, like the classic. I, I haven't either, but everyone I know who has had one. Yeah. You hear the story and you're like, yeah, that sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It always, there's always one guy that the story is like, oh, he just got so sick. Yeah, it's like, well, no. That, Fun. That doesn't sound good. Great. And we're all 35 now? Like, no. No, we, we're done with that. What a great way to celebrate your nuptials. <laughs> I mean, and like, what are you? What are you gonna do? Like the classic bachelor party thing is to like get a stripper or whatever. But that's yeah. so gross to me. And that's bury so a gross. at some point. Right. Well, yeah. you have to. If kill you've seen swingers, people. yeah. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> it's yeah. on every bachelor party to do uh, this. Uh, apparently. If you are a prostitute, right. avoid bachelor parties because they're just trying to find a way to kill you. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> bachelor parties are gross. Too tr- you know, it is. I mean, I guess if I had had one, like if I was getting married now mm-hmm. rather than when I got married when as a much younger person and I have the friends that I have now, yeah. like I would just... We all just get together and hang out, you know, and be like, I wonder Did what the girls are one? doing. No. no. At all? No. No, we, we basically eloped, so no. You need you need a late <laughs> so my late in life bachelor. My thirty fifth birthday is a week from today. For your thirty fifth birthday, that's that's too quick. We can't plan a full no, you're, party. You're, what do you want I'm forty? When I'm forty. When you're forty. We're gonna have a blowout. <laughs> We will do all of the bachelor party things. I don't want strippers, but if okay. You know, no, we're doing all of them. No! And if you know any prostitutes oh. that are looking... <laughs> For a gig. Yeah. In five years. <laughs> and aren't, aren't interested in surviving. I, I oh my god! No, they have to die for the full bachelor party list. Oh. Okay. I'm not into killing sex workers. But it is your bachelor party, so if that's what you want... That's what I'm going to get? I mean... You're a dedicated friend. <laughs> I'm not going to kill him. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> All right. That seems like a whole thing. Um, <laughs> I could see people trying to do this, but it had to be an accident, so they're just kind of waiting around like they're creating dangerous scenarios, but it always goes fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Just, just like... Throwing banana peels in front of them <laughs> while they walk. Hey, we're oh, gonna, oh, we're gonna go cliff jumping, and she's like, "Oh, I do this all the time." Oh shit! <laughs> you know? Oh, here, here's a massive amount of alcohol. Can you drink this? I do that all the time. That's right. just one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> oh, I have a very high tolerance. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh man. Um, no, we're not going to kill. We're not going to kill anyone. No. Um, I, did I ever tell you about my one? Never mind. I can't. I'm going to tell you that off air. I'm going to tell you that off air. This is a rare. But the the person I'm thinking of might actually listen to this, and so I don't want to. You know. Are you leaving this part in the episode? Yeah. This this awkward part. Sure. So yeah. they know if they uh-huh. listen to the episode that you almost Correct. told the story. Right. But they don't know that it, it... Basically, there might be a list of people... Yeah. ...who all think you might have been about to tell a story that was about them. It's going to reveal something. But yeah. they don't know who it is. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, putting I'm putting a few listeners on edge right now. So, if you yeah. have any private moments that you wouldn't want shared... Well... ...that Justin knows about... He did... Just sh- imagine he probably mm. has told me about it. <laughs> And imagine what that's going to do for our friendship. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the guy did say this to, like, a group of six people. So it wasn't, like, a one-on-one kind of thing, you know? Yeah. You know, it was like, he wasn't confiding in me. How, how big does a group have to be for it to be an well, open invitation for you to share it on a podcast? They weren't six tight people like okay. they weren't all friends it was just a, basically a group of acquaintances i gotta say it's gotta be double digits okay if it were 10 people yeah and he wasn't really friends with all of them yeah then i feel like that's that's fair to share on a podcast okay okay six seems a little low a little low 
And it was late at night, so you know the yeah. the veil is a bit thinner, if now, you will. Now twenty. Oh. Twenty, you can all you bets can are write off. a major motion picture on that. <laughs> like it's just fair game at that Based point. on that story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right, you could. You could. <laughs> and make sure that in the credits it says based on the life experience of, of. <laughs> <laughs> Michael W. Smith. Oh. <laughs> That's who Swingers is based off of. Yeah, right, you know yeah. That? Pretty wild life, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that contemporary Christian music life is crazy. Rough crowd. <laughs> what do you think their drug of choice is? Because all performers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it just the... Is it just the the buying into something so hard is that like a i'm i'm trying to think okay so well first off background for anyone who doesn't know who we're talking about uh is he a good guy i don't really know i don't know him okay, okay. Don't know. <laughs> all right all right i don't want to show I, him he's probably that's... not yeah he, he's in the contemporary christian music industry contemporary good, good, christian good. music is music your parents would think is boring even yeah, like, it's just very boring yeah. music. Yeah, uh, but it also talks about God, right? So it's the v- most vanilla of vanillas. It's they they go out of their way to avoid anything that would make it an interesting song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to give it to you. That's completely true. Yeah, it's like would that be a guitar riff people can remember? Don't do that. <laughs> No, no, no. No, wait, wait, wait. How many notes did you just play? That's like five too many. Yeah. You gotta chill out. Yeah. What, what is that? A bass run? I don't think so. <laughs> Minor key? <laughs> Who do you think uh, we are? I don't know. I feel like like the edgiest people in cr- contemporary Christian music, probably before they go out on stage, mm. are just like... Maybe pounding some some green tea, yeah, like and and not like nice green tea, like the Lipton. Oh yeah, sweetened bottles of green tea. Oh, that's they're just tough. pounding yeah. those. Woo! I'm getting so hyped. You know oh, what it is? Man. It's coffee. It's coffee. Christians love coffee. They, but in my mind, they still try to party like they're Guns and Roses, but just with coffee. Yeah, so it's just like Ugh. before they go out on stage. You know, Stephen Curtis Chapman <laughs> has has his uh, his beer funnel just dumping espresso down it. Hot espresso. Oh. Burning. <laughs> and they have such horrible indigestion, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the other thing. <laughs> They've got the jitters, their mm-hmm. stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. And they so got, they get to feel like they're in Guns N' Roses. Right, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Without the massive drug use. <laughs> Yet they have to go sing a lot of ballads about God. Right. Yeah. All ballads. All ballads. Wouldn't it be crazy? And I mean, just crazy. If a contemporary Christian music artist wrote an album and there were like some songs that weren't ballads on it. (laughs) (laughs) What's this? An upbeat number? Wow. This song is all diminished chords (laughs) and it's 135 BPM. No one would know what to do with it's that. It's the tempo of house music. There would be so many 50-something-year-old <laughs> ants going crazy. 
<laughs> quilting at rapid speed. Oh man, <laughs> it's all ants too that listen to it. Yeah, well, like childless ants. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now uh, the ant yep. I'm thinking of specifically of mine that would be listening to that. Childless. childless. Yeah. yeah. And also knows exactly how everyone should raise their children. That's a fun person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You gotta love those people. The yeah. childless child experts. <laughs> yeah, those are the best. Um, you know, because if there's one thing we all know, experience, not helpful no, in any no, situation. No, no, raising a child is completely <laughs> theoretical <laughs> process. You know, it, it, it's an exercise of the mind. Uh, this is this is the end, by the way. Um, I feel okay mentioning this. I think we've talked enough about it in the past that got very upset when we went to the Women's March. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very upset. That's a strange aunt. Yeah. Well, She's I'm, an aunt. Yeah. After all. And definitely, definitely has K-Love programmed into her, her car radio. K-Love being a, a, a Christian, Christian, Christian music yeah. station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh go check it out K-Love it's the Mm, best hot I just do you know how many bridges I just burned we're never gonna have a show on K-Love now that's fine we weren't in to begin with no no I think I think we had a shot you think we had a chance yeah but I mean fuck (laughs) K-Love is now I mean I mean all of our all of our work you know with the uh, satanic temple that that (laughs) certainly paved the way well P.S. on their mailing list now. They impressed me. <laughs> See, um, we would have been the edgier show on True. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, the Satanic Temple. Uh, you know what? Maybe they can start their own radio station. It's <gasps> a great idea. I'll, I'll host a show on. I don't know. I don't know what you would even call it. Um, I don't. I don't know enough about their their whole deal. Their well, I was going to say theology, but that's not right. They have seven tenants. Okay. And uh, actually, I think I have a which tenant would apply most to a radio station name. We're always talking. I don't. I think you could pick almost anything. Truthfully, um, they are super into, um. You know, autonomy of the body, like, you know, your body is yours. and uh, it feels yours like alone. a weird radio station name. Okay. <laughs> your body is your own. Yeah. <laughs> With Nathan. <laughs> that would be what that would be is an advice show. All right. Where people call in going, hey, I have this problem. Um, I'm thinking about like getting the surgery done, mm. lap band, okay. blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, your body is your own. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Click. Next. <laughs> you got what in your butt? What? Your body is your own. This, this, isn't, love, this isn't love line. <laughs> uh, here are the seven tenets, seven fundamental tenets. Um, we talk about the Satanic Temple a lot. Um, not enough. Not enough. One should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Oh, come on. The struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. That that could be that could be it. Your own will alone. It's an advice show. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the freedoms of others. By the way, that advice show <laughs> would be people calling in and going, I can't really tell you it's your own will. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Click. <laughs> right. It was nice to All listen. of the advice shows end with me just hanging up on people. <laughs> the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Mm-hmm. Beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. K-fact. Boom. People are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. And the last one. Every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. I don't know. They sound crazy. Uh, Right? Isn't that the most unreasonable thing you've ever read? So, wait. So, (laughs) like, we should just be good to each other and not try to force things on other people i think that's basically i know isn't it where do they get off i know right that's my point exactly (laughs) they're so out of bounds with everything Mm. jeez and it's like they're just forcing it down my throat by me accessing their website and reading what's there like just forcing it on me i hate it i know yeah Um, but I mean, with that being said, we will happily do a radio show for your absolutely <laughs> your radio station. That'd be great, Satanic Temple. Yeah, if you guys want to start um, one, yeah, yeah, just you know, S Love, throw, <laughs> throw a little bit of money our way. Yeah, sure. And we'll, 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 I mean, we'll sell out in a heartbeat. I don't even care. You know what, K Love, you give me enough money too. We'll just, we'll just tone down the Church of Satan talk. <laughs> um. I'm still going to... Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to talk about, like, foot fetishes and things like that. Dildos. But, yeah. but yeah. we won't talk about the Church of Satan. No, no. Which we... I really feel like would be the main issue you would have. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, you know, we could talk about jizz and stuff still, right? Like, that'd be fine. Well, yes, but you have to call it uh, uh, God juice. <laughs> <laughs> Not jizz. jizz um. <laughs> That's true. That's scientific. Um, If there's a sports radio station that wants us to do a show, oh yeah, we'll talk all sports all day. Justin will learn what sports are. (laughs) Uh, With that said, if an adult contemporary station wants us, I'll go learn about John Tesh. I don't even care. Give me money. (laughs) I, I will. I will. I will listen to John Tesh's entire back catalog. Spoiler alert, I only have to listen to one song. They all sound the same. (laughs) You know what I'd love? I'd love, no matter what radio station we end up on, all I really want, after 150 episodes, all I really want is to be able to follow the one and the only Delilah It's a dream It really is. She has a book, even. Did you know? It can't be as soothing, though. No, no. Because I'm reading it in my voice, right. and not Delilah's voice. Not Delilah. That's one you need the audiobook for. Yeah. You definitely want. Definitely want this kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It's late on a Saturday night. 
I know it's raining out there in the hearts of hundreds of you. Delilah was always confusing because it is very peaceful, but also it's oddly sexual yeah. listening to it. You're like, I don't know if... It's sad, I'm it's sexual, yeah. I'm not really comfortable with you talking at me that way, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> so grab a white claw, like, hop on a bus, and chill out with... Do it with me. Delilah. Yeah, it does always feel a little bit weird listening to her. <laughs> Sushi Jackknife. Sushi Jackknife. Oh. <laughs>